What's up, soccer fans? Mike Guyomi in the house to bring you episode number 216. We got a lot to talk about tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Just got off the color cast episode for the baseball game in that Grand Slam challenge. And uh, on this episode tonight, we are going to do... We're going to talk about all the MLS games from last week. We're also going to talk a little bit about the CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers from last week and look at the table ahead. And then some listener requests we're going to talk. I'm going to give you my plan for Toronto FC in their offseason, what they're going to do in the offseason, as well as I'm also going to give you my predictions for who's going to make the playoffs in the MLS Cup. Isaiah Paskins in the house. Joel Hampton in the house. Mike without a hat. I know I forgot to put my hat on, man. Oh, my God. You can't see this bald head on TV. What's going on here? What's going on? Oh, we got Nathan Wynn, Chicago Plays, Dave Sabinski, Badass Kombucha, hanging out in the ColorCast chat as well. Chicago Plays in YouTube as well. Thank you very much for being here. All right, guys. Let's get right into the action, shall we? New. This thing has been all, all updated and everything. We're running strictly through YouTube now and not through StreamYard. So it's going to be crazy. Get, just make sure you get cut me a little bit of slack here as we uh, as we roll through here. But let's get started. Montreal and Philadelphia. A 2-2 draw between two teams fighting for a playoff spot in the Western or Eastern Conference. Montreal, a last-minute game-tying goal by Sunisi Ibrahim in the 95th minute. An own goal by the keeper, Pantamis. And then we got uh, Kai Wagner with a goal for Philadelphia. So a strong result for Philly on the road against the team. They're fighting for a playoff spot there. All right, Zachary Harden's in the house as well. What's up, Zachary? And then there's Badass Kombucha over on YouTube and says, Emma and Noah on also. Well, Emma and Noah, thanks for watching. Appreciate you guys hanging out here with your dad and, uh, and watching the show and listening to it as well. All right, so Montreal... They got to do better. This team has got to do better. They are fighting for a playoff spot. They have got to do better. They've got to get three points at home. That's what you need to do. Period. Period. But they don't. Philly gets the tie. Let's talk about the next one. LAFC San Jose. The, the LAFC, the Gal. I almost called them the Galaxy. I'm going to catch a lot of hell for that one. Uh, but hey, LAFC with a 3-1 victory over San Jose. Masovsky, Arango with a penalty kick, and then Arango in the 88th minute. The goals for LAFC, Fierro. The goal for San Jose, and uh, man, a uh, very, very, uh, a very strong performance there from LAFC. They've got to get better. They've got to get strong if they want to make the playoffs, and they finally get this. Yeah, Isaiah says, uh, you mean Chivas 2SA? Right, exactly. A new Wiseman in the house. What's up, man? How you doing? Atlanta creeping up the table. You got it, a new Wiseman. We'll be talking about Atlanta here in a minute. HJU Rodriguez in the house as well. Thanks for jumping on, guys. Appreciate it, guys. Hit that like button down below. We only have four likes on a YouTube stream. Let's get that like button going. And uh, Nate Nate over there on uh, Sons of a Pitch Soccer Central, man, I'll get you on the hot seat during the baseball game, brother. I can't put you on the hot seat during the uh, regular podcast episode because things are coming in hot, fast, and furious on this one. All right, so uh, we're at we're at forty eight sixty nine subscribers, guys. Let's get up to forty nine hundred here. We're getting close to five thousand. The goal is to get to five thousand by the end of the month. I think we can get there. I do. I believe we can get there. LAFC with a big victory here, very big win for them. They had to get this victory. They have to get back on track if they want to make the playoffs, and they did just that. Columbus against Inter Miami. Columbus Crew in the house. 4-0 victory over Miami, and my God, Inter-Miami, how bad, how bad 
is this Inter-Miami team? Zachary says, uh, once you get to Vancouver versus SKC, please roast me. I will, Zachary, I will. And uh, Inter-Miami needs some roasting as well because this team is horrible. Absolutely horrible, man. I mean, this is uh, this is bad. Really bad. Inter-Miami, don't they have like 16 DPs? What the hell? And there you go. HJU Rodriguez fired up about the 3-1 victory for RSL. We'll talk about that game as well later on. HJU, but yes, RSL gets the Rocky Mountain Cup back to Salt Lake. Love it. Isaiah says, I ain't buying any Miami gear until Neville and Higuain are gone. Look, Neville's not the right guy. He's not He's not the right guy for MLS. I'm sorry. David Beckham, you got to think about it, man. He's not the right guy. And uh, yeah, I mean, totally. It feels like Miami is almost a USL side or a Sunday League side. Totally. Totally, they are. I mean, this team is horrible. They need a Saudi takeover. Truth, a new wise when they do. Because these guys are bad. I mean, they really are. It's it's a shame to see in a sense, but then it's kind of like good because you're like, ah, yeah, ha ha. You guys think you're so great and you think you're so wonderful and you're going to, you know, spend all this money and, and, and you still can't amount to nothing. Um, so, hey, it is what it is, right? It is what it is. But uh, overall, Columbus doing what they have to do to get back into the playoff race uh, here in the Eastern Conference. They, they've got to, uh, they, they got to get it going. They've got to put a strong finish up in this one if they want to get into the playoffs. I think they, uh, I, I think they might do that. We'll talk about that in my MLS Cup preview uh, with my predictions for who I think will get into the uh, into the playoffs for both the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. So make sure you're stay tuned for that one. Isaiah says Alonzo should have stayed as head coach. I agree. I agree. I think they screwed up by uh, by by putting in uh, or taking out Alonzo when they did. I really do. I really do. But Columbus, good good victory for them. They're just slowly getting back into form. This is this is the reigning MLS Cup champions here, guys. They can't be taken lightly. They cannot be taken lightly. So I'm glad that they're at least pulling things back a little bit, and uh, we'll see if they can get through that uh, through that push there. All right. Next up, New England and Chicago. This is the game that lost me some money, y'all. This lost me a lot of money this week. I thought this was a lock. New England against the best team in the league against one of the worst teams in the league. I'm like, oh yeah, no, we got this. All right, YouTube's telling me my audio's coming in like crap, but it seems to be coming in fine. So, um, New England, a 2-2 draw with Chicago in Gillette Stadium. Say what? Like, this was an easy win for this team, but they couldn't get it done. They couldn't get it done. Kiltum and Bo with the goals for New England. Badron and Aliceta, the goals for Chicago Fire. And, uh, man, the Fire, oof, that team is bad. Isaiah says, unacceptable by New England to drop points. But that happens, man. These guys have been rolling so hard for so long that you get into this end of the end of the season now. You got the shield wrapped up. You know you're the one seed in the East. You got nothing to play for. And this is what happens. And this, I should have been a little bit more careful with, uh, with my bets this past week because I had a couple three-team parlays ready to hit if it was not for this result. All right. So... Enough of that. The fire. John Donovan will talk to you more about this on the regular podcast side. He put in a nice five-minute segment that we put in the regular podcast episode. So remember, guys, if, if you guys uh, if you guys listen to podcasts, just download the episode. It helps out. Just download and listen on there. You can hear John Donovan, a true fire fan, thick and through. He'll tell you all about this uh, this team. Fire 2020 in the house. What's up, Fire 2020? How are you? Zachary says, two badges this season for Chicago, still not bringing any results. It's bad, man. Chicago's, Chicago's horrible. They really are. They really are. 
Cincinnati and Orlando. Orlando City gets the 1-0 victory over the worst team in MLS. FC Cincinnati at TQL Stadium. Junior Urso, the goal in the 13th minute. And uh, Orlando, a result they had to have. They had to have it. Uh, this is a team who's fighting for one of the top spots in the Eastern Conference. They have to win these games, period. They've got to win them. Uh, and they did just that. They do get the goal early and then dominated the rest of the game to, uh, to take it there. Let's take a look at the stats here. And Cincinnati, my God, this poor team. They did hold possession 53-47, but fairly even. Total shots 18-9 for Orlando. Shots on goal 5 for Orlando, 3 for FC Cincinnati. So, uh, fairly even game, but Orlando gets the victory that they needed to get. All right, Cincy for the wooden spoon. Totally, totally, 100%. And there's T.O. on YouTube, fire, T-I-D. All right, Jay Jardim in the house as well. What's up, Jay? Hey, guys, make sure you hit that like button. We're only sitting at six likes so far, guys. We're always up at like 12 or 13 by now. Smash that like button down below if you haven't done so already. And, uh, hey, you know what? Tio, question for you, man. Check on Facebook if this. I want to know if this stream is out on Facebook for you, my man, because I'm I'm streaming to Facebook as well through my OBS system, and I'm hoping to see. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping it comes through on Facebook. So check on there. I won't be able to see your comments because I haven't figured out how to do that yet. But I just want to know if it is actually out there on uh, on you on Facebook as well. All right, so Orlando with the one nothing victory there. Let's go to the next one. D.C. United, Nashville SC, two teams right there in the thick of the playoff race in the Eastern Conference, a 0-0 draw. Boring game, expected the under in this one. I really did, uh, and that's what we got. D.C. United couldn't score, neither could Nashville. Nashville's defense, man, that defense is just really stymieing, and that's where I'm like, you know what? This team may make a run at the MLS Cup because of that defense and how well they play and how much this team does not lose games. That is the strength for Nashville. They draw or they win. And in the playoffs, that helps because then if you get the draw, you're going into extra time or you're going into penalty kicks and you've got an opportunity to win. So, all right, Zachary says, yeah, you're uh, you're showing up on Facebook. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. That is awesome. Thank you very much, Zachary. Appreciate that. DSO talking about, oh, Henry. What are we talking about? Football, DSO? Come on, man. Come on now. You know we don't talk about football here on a soccer podcast, my man. What are you doing? Nah. You, you, you in a genjutsu, mother. You in a genjutsu. Yes, you are. There you go. Rocky does it all in the house. My man, Mike G. What's up, Rocky? How are you, brother? Good to see you. And uh, then you got, uh, yeah, you like that Fire 2020? That was some good stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, y'all in that battle over there. There you go. Maximus LKS9999. BR, Brazil flag, I love it, very cool, HJU says Mexico, USA coming soon, can't wait for that one, man, that's going to be a hell of a game at the World Cup qualifiers, can't wait, I got my, my graphics all ready, they're just all there, man, all there, because, dude, I was at TQL Stadium, I got a great background there, it's going to be fun, it's going to be fun, there you go, <laughs> Fire 2020, Mike, you're Genjutsu, Genjutsu, nah, I'm not in a Genjutsu, I, I'm straight tonight, my man, last night I was in a total Genjutsu, brother, Woo! child i was messed up last night but not tonight i'm in my, i'm bringing my a game tonight ladies and gentlemen we're rolling we're rolling all right dc nashville zero zero draw they stay even in the standings toronto atlanta united atlanta gets the victory two nothing on the road we knew we knew this was going to happen i did i called it atlanta was going to get the victory over toronto yeah they were hot they were playing okay 
lately in their last few games, but I knew that uh, it wasn't going to happen. I knew that Atlanta would get it done. Now, uh, I will say, I will say, TFC fans, hang out towards the end of the show. I'm going to give you my off-season prescription for Toronto FC, requested by Mr. Ryan T. We're going to be good. We're going to be good. Especially if they hire me to run the team, which they should do. All right. Atlanta, good victory for them. They, they had to have three points against one of the worst teams in the league. They had to do it. And they did it at BMO Field. A goal from Araujo as well as from Maxi Moreno in the dying minutes of stoppage time. Two red cards in this one, Alro and Barco. Bernardo, Bernardo Labrada on today. How you doing, my man? I'm doing good, brother. How about yourself? How about yourself? Um, so this is... Uh, Apparently, there's some talk about Barco and his card. He might be able to be, that card may get rescinded or something if they appeal it, because there's room for that. TFC, who cares? Their season's over. We'll talk about what they should do in the offseason coming up next. Uh, all right, guys, let's take a quick second here. Make sure you guys check out our memberships. All right, we've got memberships here on the channel. The little join button down below. We've got three different levels. Check them out. The first team starter level gets you access to the loyalty badges and the emojis that you see in the chat that these guys have. Awesome, awesome emojis. Get your name in the scroll below me. $1.99 a month, guys. If you're not joined and you watch these, it's a buck ninety-nine. Come on now. Get on it. Get on it. Next up, the designated player level. You're going to get all those perks from the last level, plus you're going to get your name in the description of every single video that we do. Not to mention that 20% off of merchandise. Sons of a Pitch merch. We just had uh, we just sold a new Tumblr mug last night. Guys, these mugs are awesome. You got to go get one. You can get 20% off if you're a DP member. Then for the sports betters, the all-star membership level. All of the perks that I've just mentioned before, first team starter and designated player, plus you get an exclusive video with my over-under picks, my prop bet picks, my parlay picks for the week, as well as BTTS, both teams to score. Hit that join button down below right now. And if you're on an iPhone, head onto your your desktop, go to YouTube, sign up that way, and then all the perks will be there on your phone. Check it out, guys. It is awesome. We are the best community for soccer on YouTube, period. Can't wait to see each and every one of you guys join up. All right. Now, Toronto and Atlanta. Atlanta gets the victory. We move to the next game. Houston and Seattle. Here's another one that messed up my money last week, okay? And there are new Wiseman says, Josie and Bradley put up more energy than they did against Trinidad. And it didn't help much, did it? Exactly. TFC needs to fire Bill Manning. Just wait for my uh, my rundown there. We'll, we, we got that covered. Are you going to stream Monday Night Football? Troy, how many times, brother, do we have to tell you? Absolutely not. Not on this channel, my man. Not on this channel. HJU says, Bob Bradley, new head coach for TFC. Maybe. 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 Diego Chara will be out on yellow card next Timbers game. That guy's always getting yellow cards. Eventually, we knew it would happen, right? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, all right. Houston over Seattle. Seattle can't get it done on the road. I thought they were going to be able to do it at plus 170 odds. I figured, oh, yeah, they got this. Houston, horrible team in the West. Seattle, best team in the West, right? Come on. This is going to be easy. We'll, we'll get this. No problem. Well, I was wrong. And that one hurt me as well. But it doesn't matter. We're going to bounce back good this week for sure. For sure. And uh, you know what? Seattle, Madronda, they 
They weren't there. They did not show up. Marudi and Darwin Quintero in the first 20 minutes put the stranglehold on Seattle. And uh, there you go. Luis Angel Ocampo in the house. October LAFC 20. Like it. Like it. Release yourself from Jackson Mahomes. <laughs> Indeed, HJU. Oh, God, we got the football talk going over here. Got the football talk going. I love it. I love it. So Houston gets a crazy victory that they normally don't get over Houston or over Seattle. And uh, you know what? The team, the best team in the West, takes a little break for a little bit of time. Next up, Atlanta and Minnesota. A 1-0 victory for the Loons. Frangipani with the goal in the 16th minute. Gives the Loons the road victory over Austin at Q2 Stadium. And that's something where Q2 Stadium, man, they usually rock out there and they play well. So that's an impressive result from Minnesota, in my opinion. But again, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe Minnesota's for real. Maybe they're not. I don't know. Zachary says Atlanta. Austin, homie. Did I say Atlanta? Did I really? God, man. The scotch is catching up, boys and girls. The scotch is catching up to me. I was on my A game. Now I'm getting into genjutsu over here. All right, Minnesota. one nothing victory there over Austin. Next up, RSL Colorado. Real Salt Lake. Rocky Mountain Cup champions. Krylak, Rubin. And Anderson Julio, the goals. Eunice Namley, the goal for Colorado. And uh, hey, uh, Isaiah, where you at, brother? And by the way, Isaiah, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad we got that fixed there for you on that so you could. Uh, but I say get on Rapid Waters, man. That way everybody sees Rapid Waters in there. And then they're going to know uh, to go check out your channel if you're a Rapids fan. Or if you're an RSL fan like HJU and you just want to go talk some shit to Isaiah, you can do that. So, uh... RSL Krylak, the man just keeps scoring goals. Rubin is on fire. There you go. There you go. It, it, totally, totally. Rubin is totally there. 100%, man. 100%. Man's playing great. And there you go. Daniel Young, welcome to first team starter. My man, thank you, Daniel. Much appreciated, brother. Welcome back to the team, man. You took a little hiatus there. Glad to have you back as the first team starter, man. Love it, dude. Love it. Brother BKL in the house as well. Hey, Mike, an SOP fan. I'm here. Good stuff. Good stuff. And then Isaiah says, I think Fraser wanted to prioritize the Seattle game. Well, that's very clear. Very clear, Isaiah. No doubt. Because you have to. RSL, even though RSL is in that playoff picture. And RSL looks like a decent team. They do. They look like a decent team. But the Rapids, they want to they, they wanna push for that top of the West. But you're not going to be able to do that if you keep losing the games like RSL here. So you got to be smart. You got to be smart. RSL, Demir Krylak, this guy, he hits all the time. When RSL's playing, I put him in as my player to score because this man scores goals. He scores goals left and right. He doesn't do it in bunches, but he does score very consistently. I wonder what his to season total is. So uh, if anybody uh, if anybody knows what uh, his goal total is, he's got to be getting close there. And there you go, HJU says, Demir, bro, he is really good. He really is. He really is. And, uh, we're, oh, Daniel Young uh, didn't come through there. His chat. Daniel Young says, uh, I want to be, I want to be the DM central mid center back starter level player. There you go. Hey, with, with three spots like that, Daniel, we can definitely get you in one of those spots, my man. Definitely. Definitely. Love it, man. Love it. All right. So RSL with the victory. Moving on. LA Galaxy and the Portland Timbers. We did this game live. Our live stream reaction Last weekend was the Galaxy and the Timbers. A good victory for LA Galaxy. They get the win. 2-1. Uh, 
Chicharito with a goal, and then Kleschen in the 92nd minute to win it for the Galaxy Blanco in the 72nd minute. And look at that, all the uh, all the uh, LA Galaxy fans showing up there. Vamos Galaxy. Let's go Galaxy. Alejandro Orozco in the house. What's up, Alejandro? How are you, my man? How are you? All right, it was a pen. Yes. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Um, and Rocky says the Timbers gifted the Galaxy. Of course, Rocky, of course. That's going to be the take. I, I think the, I think Portland should have should have should have won that game. Really, watching that game, it looked like Portland was going to win that game. I will be honest there and give you that, Rocky. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, but they didn't, and that's what matters. LA Galaxy get back on track, keep pushing up the Western Conference. Can they? Can they figure out a way to uh, to slide into the playoffs here after struggling for a large part of the summer here in the season? Uh, so next up. And, oh, speaking about lives, okay? So speaking about live stream reactions. So this week, I don't have my schedule up yet, okay? I don't have my schedule up yet. However, I do know that we are going to be live a lot, doing a lot of baseball over on ColorCast. Because right now, ColorCast is paying the bills, ladies and gentlemen. We just got paid 150 bucks for moving from the first round to the second round. Finishing in third place. Right now, we're in first place of the ALCS. We just had another crazy popping off stream on ColorCast. So, uh, I'll be live. And there you go, HJU says, why baseball? Because baseball is paying my bills right now, brother. I'm not making I'm not making $900 in a month on YouTube right now, okay? You know what I'm saying? I can make $950 if I win this Grand Slam Challenge. So, if you've got an iPhone, download the ColorCast app now with the link in the chat. Get on it, guys. I need all of your help. We are getting this stuff popping off. We're in first place right now in the ALCS. The top four move to the World Series, and then the winner of the World Series wins 500 bucks. So that's where my plan is for this week. We'll see how the weekend goes. Maybe, just maybe, I will put on a, uh, a game on Saturday for, uh, for MLS if the schedule works. But I think I might be too tired out from doing all these baseball games on ColorCast. We'll see. We'll see. And there you go. Isaiah says, ColorCast is lit. And look at that. We got ourselves a super chat here tonight. Alejandro, $2 super chat. My man. Thank you, Alejandro. Much appreciated, brother. $2 on the super chat. Love it, dude. Love it. Thank you, guys, so much. And there you go. HJU says, go Dodgers. Maximus, go Dodgers. All right, so we got some Dodgers fans in the house. Maximus, HJU, you got an iPhone. You're clicking that link right now and downloading ColorCast. That's what's going to happen, right? You're downloading ColorCast, you're going to come find me and hit that follow button when I'm live for that Dodgers and Braves game. They got a lot of comeback to do. Alejandro, $2, my man. Thank you, brother. Thank you. And there you go. No problem. Love it, my man. Much appreciated, brother. Much appreciated. And there you go. Braves for a new Wiseman in Atlanta. Braves. Go Braves. We'll see if they can uh, if they can pull this off. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, they're, down, they're up 2-0. They might be able to pull this off and make it to the World Series. Will be fun. A new Wiseman. You got an iPhone? Download that ColorCast app, brother. Do it, man. We'll be live tomorrow for both games. LA, uh, LA and the Braves, as well as the Houston-Boston game. Make sure you come find us for that. And uh, hell, I'll leave a message on Twitter when I go on. That way you can jump on and get the listen, because that's how it's based. Listens as well as um, likes. So we need all the help we can get there. Alright guys, let's move forward in these games here to the Sunday games. Red Bulls of New Jersey beating New York City 1-0. 
Caceres Jr. with the goal in the third minute early. Quickly. Quickly. And the Red Bulls beat New York City. New York is red, ladies and gentlemen. New York is red. The last time they did that home and home, it was a draw by the grace of God or by the referees. But uh, the Red Bulls got the draw, and then they beat New York City at home. Well, now they win again, one nothing on the road or at home at Red Bull Arena over New York City. What the hell is going on with New York City, guys? Look, I told you guys, DSO, Brother BKL, Danny, we we're going to talk about New York City. We're going to talk about New York City. What the hell is going on? What is going on with this team? DSO says, fire Ronnie Dyla. They're, they're going to have to. They're going to have to if they don't make the playoffs. There's no no way that this team cannot make the playoffs and that man still stay as coach. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But uh, New York City, they better figure it out and they better figure it out quickly. Because right now, the way their form is, the way they're playing, they are not going to make the playoffs. And that's, that's not acceptable for New York City. Not acceptable. Brother BKL says, Mike, I try to understand... But they need to understand that is why I wrote tweets and they need to understand about the game. They do. They're not they're not playing good football right now or good soccer. As as Troy, you know, Troy wants the football game on. But uh dude, they're they're not playing good soccer right now. It's disjointed, it's ugly, they can't score a goal, they've got no offense going on. Nothing. This team is in shambles right now. It's shambles, complete and utter shambles. And they gotta turn it around quickly if they want to make it there. They got they got it. Daniel Young says, I'm beyond disappointed, man. I'm with you. I, I am very disappointed in New York City. I had this team making the playoffs, no doubt. I thought they were going to be in the playoffs, and they're not even, uh, they're, they're not going to make the playoffs. They keep playing like this. They're just sitting in the seventh spot right now, I believe. And uh, this team this team is in trouble. Fire Dela, promote Bellucci, boycott games, and pressure the club into getting a stadium. Exactly, DSO. And I was actually talking with Daniel Young about this, about the stadium. He enlightened me a lot on the stadium situation there and minor league ballparks in Staten Island and getting out of Red Bull Arena and all that kind of stuff. Man, they have got to get out of Yankee Stadium. They have got to build a stadium. they got to get it done. Do what you need to do. Get it done. I think they will eventually. They have to. MLS has got to start putting some pressure on this team. The ownership group. How is Manchester City not putting some real pressure on this team to get this done or getting it done themselves? Like, this is crazy. Crazy. A new Wiseman says, Manchester Yankees full of broken promises. Ouch. Yeah. DSO says, uh, the only hope we have is to schedule benefits NYCFC with three home games and a winnable away game versus Miami. 100%. 100%. That is the only beacon of light for New York City right now is they do have that, uh, they do have a chance because they've got a lot, the, the, the favorable schedule, for sure, for sure. Brother BKL says, the tweet said, keep pushing to the limit in five more games and concentrate to your mind to find the glory for a goal. That's why I won't remove blue jersey. I wear 100% points, 100% blue heart, Statue of Liberty. Brother BKL, die hard, man, die hard. And I know you, DSO, Daniel Young, you guys, you guys bleed blue. And you're there for your team. Don't stop believing. Let's get behind them. But, hey, it's... They got to figure it out. They got to figure it out. DSO says, we don't get at least 10 points in the last five seasons over. I can see it. I can see it. 100%. Banter FC at its finest. (laughs) Man United sucks. They need to fire the head coach. I know nothing about it, man. I know nothing about it. 
Even if you got to build New Jersey, just build it and get it done. See, that's where I have a problem. Don't do it. Don't do it. I would go to the suburbs of New York before I would go back to Jersey. That's what I would do. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mess around. I wouldn't mess around with that. Um, that was what this club was built on, founded on. We're going to be New York City football club. We're not playing in Jersey. They got to stay true to that. You can't just bounce off of that. You can't do it. Now, uh, Alejandro asks, are you doing a stream for the CCL final? Yes, I do have it in the books. It is in my schedule to do a stream for the CCL final between Club America and Monterey. I can't wait for that game. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that, uh, that I'm not going to be out of town for that one because I might be. But uh, my plan is right now to do that game for sure, for sure. All right, only we need the fourth, fifth, or sixth seed. That's only we get it and fight back. Now, that's something I've been saying about New York City for a long time, actually, is I wouldn't mind it if New York City was on the road in the playoffs. If they pulled in in the sixth or seventh seed and uh, go after the road games, that might benefit them. That might. Because uh, the pressure, the pressure that's there on this team is insane from the City fans, which is, is rightly due. Trust me, I'm not saying it's not rightly due. It is. But if this team squeaks into the playoffs and they're an underdog, they got no pressure on them, and they're on the road and they don't have to fight about, are we playing at Yankee Stadium? Are we playing at City Field? Are we playing at Red Bull Arena? Are we playing here? Are we playing there? Are we going to go play in a parking lot? They're just going to focus on the game. And they're on the road. That could do well. That could bode well for them because, like DSO says, NYCFC will make the playoffs to bomb out in round one. Well, they have struggled in that in the past. But where have they lost those games in the past? At home. At home is the number one seed, the number two seed. That's when they lose because they get booted out of Yankee Stadium for City Field or Red Bull Arena or wherever else, and they can't handle the pressure. So maybe the six or seven seed might be good for them. Anyways, that's enough talk about that. Let's move to the next game, Vancouver and Sporting Kansas City. Vancouver and SKC. Zachary Hart. Bruh. What the hell happened to your SKC, man? Well, you, this SKC team is way too inconsistent. They're way too inconsistent. I like them at the top of the Western Conference. I think they can play with some of the better teams in the Western Conference on a good day. But you don't know when that good day is going to come. For example, it didn't come yesterday. Vancouver with the victory over SKC 2-1. Gauld, the new number 10 for Vancouver. Tybert, the goals for Vancouver up 2-0 before Russell gets one back in the uh, 43rd minute. And, uh, man, Vancouver is on a roll, man. 100% a new Wiseman. Vancouver is on a roll. It's roast Zach time, right? It is, man. You, these guys have got... They, where's the consistency? For Vermees, I love Vermees. I love the co. I love him as a coach. But where is the mental strength for this squad? Where is that road form? And when are they going to stay consistent? They go on the road and get a big road result, and then all of a sudden, shit the bed at home. What are they doing? How is this happening? I don't know what's going on with SKC, and I don't have faith in them because they don't have any consistency whatsoever. Vancouver's a good team. They are on a roll, like a new Wiseman says, and Isaiah says, man, I'm glad uh, SKC lost. We can still take second second seat. Totally. Colorado could get second seat, for sure. Um, you know, but, man, uh, this uh, this Vancouver team is on a roll right now. They're making a push towards the playoffs. I don't know if it's for real. We'll find out when I review my uh, my picks and predictions for who's going to make the playoffs coming up here in a little bit. 
But uh, it's going to be good. The main issue is we do not have a true replacement for Busio. We also just rely too much on Polito. Polito being out, we pretty much just lob and uh, Insula to JR or Shallowy. Right, and I get I get that Polito's out. But, dude, you got Daniel Shallowy. You got Johnny Russell on the wings. You've got talent on this team. That should not be an issue. I understand when my boys, Toronto FC, you're like, oh, our striker's out. Who you got? Patrick frickin' Mullins, okay? Nobody. TFC's got nobody up top. SKC still got guys up top. Shallowy's banging in goals left and right. Johnny Russell, the man can score. He's done well this season with goals. They have got to stay strong. They have got to be able to handle that when Polito is out. And Busio, yes, I agree. That is a very big weak spot for this team once he left for Venezia. And uh, they, they, they got to figure it out, man. They got to figure it out. It's, it, playoff time is coming. We also, you've been using central defense on rotation, and that's where we've been having issues. Right. In the, in the defense and the CDM positions, that's the issues for Sporting Kansas City. It's time to pull it together, SKC. The playoffs are coming up close. So there you go. There you go. Uh, Daniel says, Isaiah, you should thank NYCFC for the gift of uh, Jonathan Lewis. Totally. 100%. 100%. All right, guys. Let's move forward. Let's talk a little bit about my picks and predictions for who's going to make the playoffs. I'll review my preseason picks as well as I will do my uh, my picks for the top seven in each conference. As soon as we get back from the commercial break, the podcast sponsorship break, the podcast is sponsored by Jonathan, Jonathan, Donovan Food Brokerage, as well as Nice Premium Iceland Pure Spring Water and Skira. Icelandic water so uh, on the podcast side you're gonna get that and John Donovan talking about the fire and uh, here on YouTube I'm gonna put up my bet us graphic and then I'll be back in about 30 seconds or so to take us through those picks and predictions for the MLS Cup playoffs and Toronto FC's offseason prescriptions plus a look at the CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers as well be right back guys this episode of Sons of a Pitch an American soccer podcast brought to you by nice Premium Iceland Pure Spring Water. Also by Donovan Food Brokerage, a sales and marketing firm focused on food service sales in the Midwest. And lastly, by Skira, Icelandic spring water available at your local 7-Eleven. And now it's time for our weekly Chicago Fire Update, brought to you by John Donovan. Take it away, John. Mike, John Donovan here reporting on the Chicago Fire and the MLS. Uh, a good game on, on uh, Saturday evening, New England uh, against uh, Chicago Arena, against Frank Klopas. What a game. Um, New England scored first. I mean, the game ended in a tie. New England scored first, and Madron came back with a beautiful shot um, from a long pass from Espinosa. It was one of a golazo, as they always say. It was a beautiful play. Madron had a good game. So did Espinoso. They both, I think they might have a uh, right-side fullback that, from Ecuador that could be a guy for the future. He's fast, aggressive, and his talent is, is building up. I think he's becoming a little bit uh, aware of the style of this league. Um, but the New England team is really interesting squad. They've got three really good DPs, and they're surrounded by, in the majority, American players that have been drafted out of the leagues. Um, you know, the Fire have a GM that knows nothing about our college players. Uh, we have 
you know, we have, we're starting to see some guys break into the lineup. Brian Gutierrez had a, um, a assist, but we went into the second period and um, we're a one, one get in the second period and Bo scored a beautiful over the head shot over Slonina. Um, and, and the game was two, one. And I thought, Oh brother, the fire, you know, they've blown another game right at the end of the game. That shot was a bow was open because Kapelhoff left him offside. So the game went on uh, another 10 minutes and Brian Gutierrez was put in the game, which I love to see. He's finally getting a chance. He had been injured, but he broke down and Alceda on the right side took a long pass and stuck it in the goal. And I mean, literally it was a two, two game right at the end of the game. So congratulations to the fire. Um, I hope that they can continue to use some some uh, of the homegrown players. Um, you know, Kopas's coaching is very confusing. You know, we had uh, Kapelhoff made this mistake on the offsides with Bo, clearly his mistake. And what does Klopas do? He takes Kapelhoff and puts him up in a scoring position, right side uh, halfback, and substitute um, substitute Espinosa off for Kapelhoff and then brings in a fullback. I mean, it just does not make sense what Klopas does. It, it always has been nagging at me. Um, there was a, uh, a breath of fresh light in this game. I, I can start to see players that probably will be mainstay players for the next couple of years in the fire, and I think there's some talent. Not much, especially in the forward line, but they finally moved Pineda into center or defensive mid that he played at North Carolina for four years. And the guy is a stud. He's tough. He perceives the ball well. He's got nice speed. His passes are on the mark. That position, I think, will be good for years to come unless Pineda gets picked up over in Europe. And I just, I am still just shaking my head. This goalie, Slonina, he's only 17 years old, and he is one big, bad, tough, fast goalie. I would predict, I mean, he's got probably a couple of the years with um, with the fire, but someday this man will be the U.S. goalie. He, he looks like he's been back there mentally for years. He demands the positioning of the players. He, uh, he really understands the game. He's got to be 6'3 or 4, and he's fast. And he, the, the man is, is really, they, they got a very good signing in Pineda and um, – uh, and Slonina, they they really they hit it right square in the box. Um, interestingly enough, the Fire play Cincinnati this Wednesday. Now, if the Fire lose that game, um, the good and the bad of it is they will be the worst team in the league, which means they will get the first choice in the draft. And I've seen this so many times where the Fire trade away that first draft pick, and it has been massive mistakes massive mistakes. They've got to get somebody in there that runs the draft. Um, you got DK, you got so many wonderful players that have come out of those first 10 draft picks and the fire have none. Oh, they did get pinated, but they, they signed uh, Slonina as a, a homegrown player. So hopefully they get that, um, that thing squared away. I had a couple of thoughts about, you know, obviously, um, Wiki was not the right guy. Kolopas is definitely not the right guy. They're gone, hopefully, for next year. And Heinz is, well, he's the worst GM in the league. He's been here two years, and he's gotten worse rather than better. And that, in my mind, I own a couple of businesses. 
that that particular employee would be gone. Um, it would be wonderful. Peter Wilt is still out there down in, in Indianapolis. If they bring in Peter Wilt and make him in charge of U.S. players and they can bring in whatever other gumbo they could to round out the GM position. And I personally think that Bradley will be available after the season with, with LA uh, SC. I know he didn't have a great season. He had a lot of injuries going on, um, but I would love to bring him back to Chicago. So my, my vote would be um, Peter Wilt and Bradley coming back to the club. It would be like old days. Um, you could bring in another GM that might be a little bit younger, but please stay American. Understand our leagues. Understand the, the, the wonderful play of our, our local players. Thanks a lot, Mike. Um, getting excited for the U.S. And, and, uh, and the playoffs. So we'll talk. Take care. Thanks for that Chicago Fire update, John. We'll talk to you next week. All right, guys, back from break. All right, let's talk about uh, let's talk about some stuff here. We got Ken Boy joining in on the chat. What's up, Ken Boy? How you doing, man? Hit that like button, guys. Smash that like button. We're sitting at 15 likes and 13, 18 watchers. Come on now, hit the like button. Get on it. And uh, Zachary does not like the 200 character limit. We'll just do it in two chats, brother. Just do it in two chats, man. I hear you. I hear you. I hate it too. I hate it too. Um, all right, so let's go to the next part of the podcast, TFC's issues, all right? TFC, this team is struggling mightily right now. Their season's over. Ryan T. asked for a a prescription for the offseason. What does their offseason look like? Well, Ryan T., I got your back, man. You got huge support here for Sons of a Pitch and for TSI, brother. So uh, I got you, man. I got you. So let's talk about it. All right, here is my first page of my TFC offseason plan by Sons of a Pitch Soccer. The day after the regular season, fire Bill Manning, fire Ali Curtis, fire Javier Perez. Get rid of them. Move on. It's time. Bill Manning has seen this uh, seen one collapse in 2018 after uh, winning the cup and then looking like trash going after that CONCACAF Champions League. Then, Ali Curtis has been horrible ever since we brought him on. Javier Perez, he's done okay but I just can't, I just can't get behind it. I just can't, I need to see better results. I need, this team has way too much talent, way too much talent to be sitting at the bottom of the Eastern Conference where they are, okay? Now, within one month, hire the new president and new GM. Simple, all right? Go get a new president. MLSE's got some guys in the wings. Let's get it done. Go find Tim Lewicki, bring him back. GM, figure it out. And announce the return of Seba Javinko. All right, we know it's coming. It's going to happen. Seba hasn't signed with anybody as of yet. He's living in Toronto. He's running his business in Toronto. Let's get him back in Toronto where he belongs and uh, and, and get it. All right. Then by the end of the year, 2021, we need to hire a new head coach. I got a list of options here for those new head coach to fill that position. Bob Bradley from LAFC. I am I am 100% down with Bob Bradley as the head coach of TFC. Michael Bradley, you'll see him later in the list. I said, you know what? It's time to retire and become a coach, Michael Bradley. So uh, you know what? I am uh, I'm all for Michael Bradley taking the head the head coaching position at TFC or being a, an assistant to his dad, Bob Bradley. That's what I actually see happening. My true thought 
is to bring in Bob Bradley as head coach with Michael Bradley as an assistant. Or call Robin Fraser. Sorry, Isaiah, you got to get it. You got, Robin Fraser's a beast. Greg Vanny, bring him back. I don't think it's going to happen, but hey, it's worth a shot. And uh, high-profile MLS assistant coach, if all else falls through. Get somebody that has MLS experience. That is, bottom line, that's what we need. All right, that's what we need. And uh, Jay says, Pa's having some serious family issues. Oh, that's not good, man. I hate to see that. I hate to see that. Bob is the only MLS coach I would take. Vanny and Fraser ain't going anywhere. I, I agree. They're probably not. But I, I wanted to at least throw that in there. All right, now some of the players. Release or buy out the following players. Achara, the man's taking up an international spot. He's got to go. He's got to go. Josie Altador, buy out a, the designated player spot. Josie, I love him. He's a legend at the club. But, dude, take your drama somewhere else. And take your ankle injuries somewhere else as well, okay? Or just retire because it's over. You're not playing for the U.S. national team. It's done. Alex Bono, let's trade him. Move him within MLS. Should be able to get a King's Ransom for Alex Bono. The man has got USMNT caps. Should be okay. Bradley, as I mentioned earlier, retire to head coach or assistant. DeLeon, I like Nick DeLeon. Very good player. Trade that man to a USA team, all right? Trade him to a United States team. The border regulations, the VAC stuff is killing him. I'm, I'm fine with him moving to a U.S. team. Done. He has not amounted to anything. He's been on loan with the CPL times. Forget about it. Dom Dwyer, get rid of him. The guy, I can't believe they signed this guy. It was a, a band-aid while they were in Orlando, and it was a huge mistake. Erickson Gallardo, a TAM player, has not lived up to do. He's got to go. Omar Gonzalez, he's on a TAM contract. He's too slow. He can play against York United. That's about it in the CPL. Other than that, not going to happen. Uh, Kamar Lawrence. The guy has been a shell of his former self since he came in, all right? A shell of his former self. And Jay says, I keep Auro. That's about it. I I'm done giving Auro chances, Jay. I'm done giving Auro chances. He's not He's not amounting to what he should have been. We signed this guy from Sao Paulo. He was something to be supposed to be something special, and he's not turned out to that. Um, and then, Connor. What's up, Connor? How you doing, man? Thanks for jumping on ColorCast earlier and jumping on the podcast episode. Love it, man. Love it. Zachary says Dwyer was not the same after he left SKC. No, he wasn't. When he went to Orlando, it was uh, not not good. Not good. Um, all right. So then, Justin Morrow's retiring. We do know that. Patrick Mullins, enough said. Bye-bye. See you later. So tell, though, it's another DP spot. Sell him to Europe. Now, what you're talking about there um, with, with Pozuelo, I keep Pozuelo if all is well. But you're saying he's having some issues. So, you know, I... I'm okay with uh, with if we have to move Pozuelo, we keep Solteldo, vice versa. Okay? Zavaleta, if Vanny doesn't come back, nephew gone. It's time to get rid of the nephew. All right? Got to get rid of the nephew. And then Auro, like we talked about. Uh, we will take Nick DeLeon at NYCFC as MLS experience veteran 100%. Lots of rumors of Italians coming to TFC. Good. I like Italians. I'm Italian myself, so I like it. And then Daniel, he's great coming off the bench, good deaf player. He is. He really is. He really is. <laughs> and then DSO says, hell no, Daniel Young. Release yourself from that Genjutsu. The, the Genjutsus will never die. I think that might become a thing here on Sons of a Pitch Soccer Central moving forward. All right. Next up, my second page. So I'm going to tell you my starting 11 and the kids, bench, the bench with the kids. Okay, so here it is. Goalkeeper, Westberg. He stays. Right back, Larea. If the man does not go to Europe, I can see him being, uh, 
you know, I, I can see him being in the fray. Chris Mavinga, got to stay. Another center back, use your TAM. Use your TAM and get a good center back. Left back is a need. Designated player. Yeah, y'all might think I'm crazy with my parentheses and Fonzie. Make it happen, TFC. Make it happen. I don't care if it costs $50 million, $80 million. Get it done. This man is a Canadian legend. Toronto FC has the money. MLSC has the money. This man should be plying his trade in MLS and Toronto for the Canadian men's national team and Toronto FC. That would be absolutely huge. You probably think I'm crazy, and you know what? It probably is a little crazy, but that's where I'm going. If I'm the new GM, if I'm the new president, I'm making it happen. You bring Fonzie onto this team, and you pair him up with the talent the TFC has and another DP striker, if you can keep Pozuelo, I guarantee you this team wins MLS Cup without a problem. Without a problem. Prizo, I like him. He's got to stay. He's got the injury bug, but you keep him. Oso, Delgado, Pozuelo in the midfield with Jovinko and a high-profile DP. Hey, there you go, man. Uh, you say it. And Seba coming back. He's at BMO every day. He's coming back. He is coming back, Jay. He is coming back. And then uh, Insigne, uh, Lorenzo Insigne. I wouldn't mind that. Javinko and Insigne up top, they're both a little small. So maybe you got to get a number nine in there that can really ball. But that's when Akinola comes into play. But hey, there you go. That's a uh, that that's that's a chance, right? That there's a chance. Fonzie ain't happening. He's in Europe till he retires. Jay, I know it's a pipe dream, okay? But get it done. Go for it. Give it a shot. TFC, y'all made history when y'all brought back brought Sebastian Javinko over from Juve, okay? So. Why not go for it? Why not go after it? Give it a shot and try and get Fonzie back to Canada. He loves the country. This man has been wearing his heart on his sleeve for the Canadian men's national team. I say it's worth a shot. You go get him. Spend some money. Make it happen. Now, obviously, it's kind of pipe dreams or whatever. Y'all see that. I get that. I'm starting to sound like Ryan Anderson here with all these crazy ideas. But I'm going for it. If I am the GM... If I am the president of Toronto FC, that's what I'm going for. Keep the kids. Akinola, Marshall Ruddy, Nelson, Okella, Perusa, and Singh. Keep them on the bench and uh, and, and make it happen. But, uh, look, it, it, TFC's got a lot of work to do in the offseason. And uh, I, I, think they'll, uh, I think they'll be okay. I think they're going to figure it out. I think they're going to do fine. But they've got to get rid of Ali Curtis. And they've got to get rid of Bill Manning. It's done. It's over. All right. Now, enough of that. Ryan T, I can't believe Ryan's not on. I even sent him a message on Twitter, man. I need, I need to talk to him again. But uh, we do need a proper coach to start. We'll get there. We'll get there. that. I'm not worried about that. Bob Bradley and Michael Bradley will be coaching on the sidelines for TFC in 2022. Mark my words. Now, let's look at the standings here before I get into my MLS picks. Because we're at about 46 minutes. we got to wrap this up coming up here. Because John Donovan's got six minutes on the, uh, on the podcast episode. All right, so... New England number one, 66 points. Nashville at 48, Philly at 46, Orlando 45, Atlanta 42, D.C. United 41, Montreal 41, and New York City sitting out outside the playoff position at 40 points right now with the Red Bulls tied at 40 points. Columbus at 37, the rest of the teams don't have a shot. Miami, even though mathematically they're not eliminated, they are. Chicago, Toronto, and Cincinnati are done. Looking at the Western Conference, Seattle, still number one after that loss to Houston. SKC, still number two after that loss. 
Colorado, third, 51 points. Portland, 46. RSL, 42. Galaxy, 42. Minnesota, 41. Vancouver, 40. LAFC, 37. And then the rest of the teams don't have a shot. San Jose, Houston, Dallas, and Austin. So the, the state of Texas is in pain. In a lot of pain right now. But hey, you know what? It is what it is. All right. So let's get into the picks. My picks and predictions. First, I'm going to redo relook at my picks from the beginning of the season, the preseason. Oh, God, it's not pretty. It's not pretty, guys. It really is not pretty. But you know what? It is what it is. That's why we do. We call them predictions, especially the beginning of the season predictions. You never know what it's going to be. And I was a little bit off. A little bit off. In the Eastern Conference, I had Atlanta as the top seed in the East. Mm, yeah, we all saw what happened there. Columbus, number two. We saw what happened there. Toronto FC, oh my God, that team is horrible. I can't believe I picked them to make the playoffs. I, I believed. I mean, they finished second last year. I thought, I, I thought they had a chance. Then, New England. New York City, Orlando, and Philadelphia. Now, in the West, I had Portland Timbers, Seattle Sounders, LAFC, Sporting Kansas City, Minnesota, Colorado, and the Galaxy. My order has only changed in the Western Conference. And one team. And the same in the East. But, I have my seven teams to make the playoffs. In MLS, out of the Eastern Conference, New England. Finishing up top, they're going to get it. They've already clinched it. Nashville, number two. Orlando, number three. Philadelphia number four. Atlanta in the five spot. New York City gets into the playoffs because of that favorable schedule that they have. And then I think the crew make their way into the playoffs, even though they're sitting outside looking in now at 37 points. I see them passing the Red Bulls. I see them passing DC. I see them passing Montreal and making it into the playoffs. Now in the Western Conference... I've got Seattle winning it. SKC coming in second. Colorado coming in third. Portland coming in fourth. LA Galaxy moving from sixth to fifth. Minnesota moving from seventh to sixth. And Vancouver leapfrogging everybody, including RSL. Well, RSL falls all the way down. Vancouver moves into that seventh spot. They're just too hot right now. They're just too hot, and RSL's way too inconsistent for me. So there you have it. There's my pick. So... Kind of similar to the preseason, but the order's way off. Way, way off. Uh, but there's the seven I've got in the East and the West. We'll come back once the beginning of the playoffs start, and we'll let you know how exactly that goes down. But these are my predictions for MLS Cup playoffs. As we stand right now, and these teams have about five games left in the season, four or five games left in the season to get there. All right, so there's my picks. Really quickly, let's run over the World Cup qualifying games that just happened on October 13th. United States beats Costa Rica. Canada whoops up on Panama. Jamaica gets a big victory over Honduras in Honduras. And Mexico beats El Salvador 2-0, setting up the next window next month very, very nicely. Uh, it's going to be a fun window to watch. The standings in CONCACAF right now, Mexico up top with 14 points. United States right behind them at 11. Canada with 10 in third place. Those are your three qualifiers out of CONCACAF. I am a firm believer that, that is, it's going to be those three teams in the World Cup as guaranteed. 
Panama in eight points there in the four spot. Costa Rica with six, Jamaica with five, El Salvador with five, and Honduras with three. Rounding out the top eight. The next window is going to be very, very important. We'll see how it goes. Isaiah already has uh, two words, Burhalter out. It's not going to happen, dude. It's not going to happen, okay? Isaiah, the man has two trophies in the summer, and they're sitting in second place through six games of the World Cup qualifiers. One win behind. One win. Only one. Only one win behind Mexico. It's not happening. They're not firing Berhalter. Just get over it. It's not happening. All right. So with that, guys, that's it. That is it for this episode. We're done. Thank you guys for hanging out and watching. We're at 16 likes. Hit the like button if you haven't done so already. And uh, again, as a reminder, the live stream reactions, I don't know what I'm going to be doing for a live this weekend if I'm going to do one at all because we're in the Color Cast Grand Slam Challenge right now. Guys, I just won 150 bucks, and thank you to you, all right? It's because of you guys. It's not because of me. I can get on here all day long. I've gotten on before, and I haven't been able to pull in the listeners. This is because of you that are getting me this win. And you know what? That's I get this money, and I put it right back into the channel to continue to make a better product like this. You see these graphics. You see OBS. I'm getting rid of StreamYard, all this kind of stuff. I've, uh, this is what it is. So make sure you guys download that ColorCast app with the link in the chat. And uh, let's go, man. There you go. DSO says, hey, man, don't get mad, Mike. Make that bread. I'll happily join ColorCast when I can. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, DSO. Much appreciated, my man. We just need the listens. We So you just pop into the game, listen for a few minutes, hit that like button in a slow motion every once in a while, and then hop off. Much appreciated. I'll be live tomorrow all night long. For the Red Sox, the Astros, the Dodgers, and the Braves. And uh, then pretty much every day going forward there. So uh, we'll see how uh, how it goes going forward there. And if we can get a game to do on the weekend. Which, again, there, Isaiah. Great, great one there. Colorado-Portland is a good game to stream. You know what, Isaiah? I thought about it. It's actually written down in my calendar. If it wasn't for this color cast thing here, I probably would be doing that game. And I may still do that game. It all depends. We'll see how it goes here through the week. And, uh, and whatnot. All right, Luis Angel Ocampo says, uh, October Mexico 20, October LAFC 20, October LAFC 23. Nice. Love it, Luis. Thanks for joining, my man. Thank you guys for joining. Lots of fun. Lots of fun as always. Thanks for listening. Regular podcast episode number 216, season four, episode number 27. And we'll see you guys real soon. Again, I did my picks and predictions last, uh, or today I released it. It will be out. I will be doing this only for the midweek games. I'll be doing a regular picks and predictions episode for the weekend games on Thursday. All-Stars, I got you too on Thursday as well. All right, guys, have fun. We'll see you guys real soon. Thanks for watching. Thanks for hitting that like button. Thanks for clicking those ads. Thanks for joining the, the memberships. Thanks for doing the color cast. My God, you guys are amazing. We'll see you guys soon. Have a great night, everybody.